Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Illinois, way too good in the second half. Let's talk about it. This is an instant Indiana basketball postgame with Kent Sterling. It's Saturday, February 5th, 2022. You know that. We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best in the world. You know that. You had to know going into this game at Simon Scott Assembly Hall against Illinois, you were going to have to hit shots in order to beat the Illini. And... Illinois was going to have to be complicit in allowing you to hit shots because Illinois is really, really good defensively. Brad Underwood, a tremendous coach for Illinois. Uh, somehow, some way, the first half kind of went Indiana's way, and I think a lot of that had to do with Michael Durr. Michael Durr came in for Trace Jackson Davis. So we're going to talk a little bit about the mindset that's required when you have to go up against a guy like Kofi Coburn. Kofi Coburn is a brick shit house of a human being, right? He is just an immovable object down low. There is no moving this guy, and stopping him when you're defending him requires that you foul him every once in a while. That's just the way it is. You've got to make yourself unpleasant to play against. And Trace Jackson Davis made it easy for Kofi Coburn when he picked up his second foul swiping at a jump shot guy, takes a three. Trace got the ball. He also got the arm. He got the foul. That's two. Sit your ass down. And here comes Michael Durr. So Michael Durr was a good matchup for Indiana against Kofi Coburn, but he picked up fouls, and he picked up a reach. You have got to keep, you've got to treasure the fouls that you have. If you don't take care of your fouls, you're going to wind up sitting down playing against a guy who is likely to be the Big Ten Player of the Year. He is huge. He is immovable. He is really, really hard to defend. And if you do foul him, he's going to go to the line, and more often than not, he's going to knock down foul shots. That's kind of what happened today. So Indiana loses 74-57. And here's kind of the, the unpleasantness of the second half. Second half, Illinois outscored Indiana 40-21. Indiana got discombobulated, so let's talk about that for a minute. Xavier Johnson 
after a made basket, wants to inbound the basketball, and there is not a Hoosier to be found in the backcourt, so Mike Woodson's got to call timeout. You cannot have that, especially against a well-coached team like Illinois. Brad Underwood is as good a coach as the Big Ten's got, and if you don't treasure your possessions, you're going to lose the game. So Indiana in the first half hit about 40% from the field, 41%. They wound up being 20 of 56. That's 35.7%. You got guys, Race Thompson had a tough time shooting the ball, led the Hoosiers in field goal attempts with 13. He was 5 of 13. Xavier Johnson, 4 of 11 with 5 assists and 5 rebounds. Uh, The leading scorer today, Race Thompson, 13 points, 13 shots, and none Uh, of the, uh, well, he was 3 of 4 from the line, but he was 0 of 3 from 3. 3 of 13 for threes. Indiana, 23.1%. Illinois hit 43% from beyond the arc. There's your game. Rebounding, Indiana and Illinois mostly even. Look, there are a lot of people on here on this channel who, who yell about Indiana not playing Tamar Bates enough and yell about not playing Christian Lander enough. And you saw today exactly what happens when you do play those guys significant minutes. Christian Lander does not know how to play basketball. Tamar Bates does not know how to play basketball. If they played games of one-on-one against their teammates or against an opposition, if you had a one-on-one kind of competition in the Big Ten, Tamar Bates and Christian Lander would be pretty good. But playing as one of five on the basketball court, neither guy operates well on either side of the floor. Neither defends well, they don't know what they're doing, and neither offensively does what they need to do because you cannot attack five by yourself in college basketball in the way, and especially in the Big Ten, in the way you do in high school. Christian Lander was the best player in Evansville, Indiana, when he was a junior in high school. He could do whatever he wanted on the floor. Nobody could stop him. That's a nice thing to have in your hip pocket as people evaluate you as a potential college basketball player. You come to Indiana after reclassing and not taking advantage of an extra year of high school, you're overmatched. Tamar Bates goes to IMG, right? And IMG, what do they work on? Individual skills, this is what they do. They got trainers down there who put guys through workouts, and that's a necessary function of learning how to play basketball. You've got to be good individually in order to be good collectively. But you've also got to be good collectively. You've got to learn how to play the game. And there aren't a lot of guys who know how to play the game. Those two guys, Mike Woodson has got to teach them how to play the game And if he doesn't, that's potential lost for those guys. They're never going to reach what they should be as basketball players without somebody teaching them how to operate as one of five, as part of a fist, instead of like this, one finger. Woo! Off I go. Hey, look at me go. I cross this guy over and whoop. That works in, that's a good high school ploy. Doesn't work in the Big Ten. You can't do that. Illinois, just a better team today and a better team overall, and I hate to say it, but they were better coached today. Indiana, 
The halftime adjustments that Brad Underwood made, whether they were attitudinal or schematic, they worked really well. Indiana came out after halftime flat. I thought the crowd was flat in the second half. I don't think the crowd did their job the way they did it when Indiana beat Purdue at Assembly Hall. Crowds got to show up on a day like this. And if they don't, you got a problem because that crowd, Robbie Hummel said it in the broadcast, that crowd can be, for an 18 to 22-year-old, that can be an acquired uh, obstacle. You know what I mean? That's a speed bump. That's a chicane you need to figure out how to work around. And that chicane completely went away in the second half. Somehow or another, the air just came out of that building. Uh, if you don't think Kobe, Kofi Coburn is the player of the year in the Big Ten, I, I was going to say I can't help you, but you're beyond anybody helping you. He is the best player in the Big Ten. He is the most destructive force as an opponent that I've seen in the Big Ten for a long time. Much more dynamic than Luca Garza, right? Much more dynamic than Davis. Much more dynamic than uh, Trace Jackson Davis. He is a beast among beasts. And he is really difficult to play against. And if you get, like, Frazier shooting the ball well, which he did today, Williams, Grandison, those guys combined to hit 7 of 14 from beyond the arc, you are toast. And Indiana was toast today. Indiana has got to be the best defense, the better defensive team every time it plays, or they are going to lose. They have got to outwork teams defensively if they're going to win games, and they didn't do that today, so they lost. This is how you learn, right? 18 to 22-year-olds. You win two, like Indiana has done several times now. It's what Indiana does. They win two, they lose one. They win two, they lose one. This is like the third cycle of that. They've got Northwestern coming up Tuesday night at 9 and at Northwestern, and then they travel to Michigan State. The, the pain in the ass about the Big Ten is this. If you blink, this can become a really, really negative stage of the schedule. You, you think, ah, oh, we're going to go into Evanston. We're, you know, we've just come off playing against Purdue and playing against Illinois. we got Michigan State coming up on the road. We're going to go into Evanston and play Northwestern. And all right, you know, how tough is this going to be? Well, it's going to be really tough. Bowie is a really good basketball player. Northwestern is getting better. And if you don't take care of business against Northwestern, then you've got to go to East Lansing and play a really good Michigan State team there. If you don't win that game against Northwestern, this thing can, this snowball can grow. And all of a sudden, you're riding a three-game losing streak, and you're on the ropes and on the bubble in terms of an NCAA tournament berth. Indiana has got to beat Northwestern on Tuesday. This is kind of the game of the season to me for Indiana because Indiana's got to find a way to win that game. Indiana wins that game. I think they go to the NCAA tournament. They lose that game. All of a sudden, they're 7-6 and six in the Big Ten, staring straight down the barrel of 7-7 seven and seven with a trip to East Lansing. They need to nut up defensively, play fundamentally sound defense, like they did for stretches today, 
First half was a good defensive half for Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis has to continue to try to lock down and be a leader. And Xavier Johnson, again, I thought he was Indiana's best player today. If Xavier Johnson is your best player, you're going to lose a lot of Big Ten games. He can't be your best player. Parker Stewart has got to hit shots. Tamar Bates has got to figure out how to play like this. Christian Lander, holy crap, when he came in in the second half, like it was right before the under four timeout, I was like, ay, 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 ay. You know, it's a, Jilly, we got turnover coming. Sure enough, his pocket got picked. Right? Christian Lander this year should be a freshman in college. Playing against a guy like Frazier, what is Frazier? How long has he been at at Illinois? Frazier is like <clears throat> Brad Davison, what what he is to uh, uh, Wisconsin, right? Frazier's terrific. He was eight of eleven today, really really good. He's a senior, but what year of a senior is he? Because of COVID, is he a third year senior, a fourth year senior? Wait, is he twenty eight years old? This is his fifth year, and he's played 31, 32 games in each of his first four years. 19, 19 this year. My God Almighty, when are we going to get rid of these kids, for God's sake? The COVID allowance year, what a mistake by the NCAA. Just ridiculous. Kids are there to go to college. This isn't like, oh, darn it for these guys. You know what? COVID's unfair for them. They didn't get to have the finisher conference tournament two years ago. And last year, the NCAA tournament was in Indianapolis for everybody. They deserve a, you know, a, a buy year and a, a gift. Why? They went to school. They're getting their degrees. That's the bargain. Let's go. Let's get these kids the hell out of there. The kid from, uh, that goofy kid from Iowa, he'd been there forever. He's been there back to, I think George Raveling coached that kid. Dr. Dr. Tom Bounce Pass taught that kid how to play. That kid's got to be 38 years old. It's time to cycle these guys the hell out of college and move on and play college basketball with college kids who aren't 25, 27, 30 years old. Jake, watch Kansas later today take on Baylor. Jalen Coleman lands played in high school with Colin Hartman. That's how old this guy is, for God's sake. Jalen, and I love Jalen. Jalen's a nice kid, but he's not a kid anymore. He's a grown-ass man. This is his seventh year of college basketball. Ellie Patberg, God love her. Is there anybody more fun to watch in college basketball, men or women, than Ellie Patberg? But this is her seventh year. It's a, Somebody asked her at Media Day, Big Ten Media Day, like, are there any classes you haven't taken at Indiana? Legit question. She laughed and said, I know what you're asking. You know, I, I am. I've got a bunch of degrees. I'm going to get more. Good for her. And then she's going to go into coaching, and that's terrific. Anyway, Indiana has got to win Tuesday night. Today, they didn't play well enough to win. They didn't shoot well enough to stay in the game in the second half. They didn't execute well enough on either end to compete with Illinois. And as a result, they go down today. And, and lose that game. And, uh, you know, 74-57 doesn't really tell the story of what this game was. But in some ways, 40-21 to in the second half absolutely tells the story of this game. You have got to execute better. you got to set screens with purpose, and you've got to cut away from the ball. 
weak side cuts toward the ball. Indiana just kind of sleep sleepwalking through those. If they enter the post, you need a guy to cut to the wing or cut to the top of the key with some some verve, with some energy in what he's doing. And that didn't happen today. Just left guys like Ray Thompson and Trace Jackson Davis to fend for themselves on the block without any kind of escape route out. Can't have it. Tuesday night, huge game for the Hoosiers. Got to... Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.